I've been to 42 states and eight different countries. Some would say I'm well-traveled, but I look at the globe, and that's like only 12% of the world's land mass. And there are so many places I haven't seen. It's like stepping into a city library with floor after floor of wall-to-wall books, knowing that your entire reading history would barely fill up five shelves. I'll never see it all. I'll never know it all. But it's not going to keep me from trying. I'm Ansi McLean, and this is Resisting Enlightenment. This is the podcast that unwisely revisits our most embarrassing, awkward moments and offers nothing but impotent commiseration. In It's a Wonderful Life, Jimmy Stewart plays the small-town George Bailey, and he says this, You know what the three most exciting sounds in the world are? Anchor chains, plane motors, and train whistles. Mark Twain is the author of one of my all-time favorite quotes, and it's also about travel. Travel, he said, is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, and narrow-mindedness. Broad, charitable views of men and things cannot be acquired by vegetating in one little corner of the earth all one's lifetime. I was a very young boy when I first got my taste of the open road. My father was a truck driver, and he loved to drive. No destination was too far. And when my school schedule permitted, he would smuggle me on board. Probably wasn't legal or kosher with his uh, company, but there I was in the passenger seat of this big cab, the doghouse in the middle there where the engine was, just barreling down the road with my father. Even after he retired, my father would invent reasons to take road trips, visiting an aunt in Florida, say, or crossing off a destination from his short, tidy bucket list. The low roar of car wheels on pavement are a comfort to me. The Gregorian chant of the highway, soothing and settling the soul in transit. My father got this. Many of my musician friends also get this. Richie Albright, one of Nashville's touchstones to the outlaw country movement of Waylon Jennings and those guys, he once told me he would toss and turn in his own bed, but put him on a tour bus and he'd be out in 10 minutes. (laughs) This was years ago, and I suggested he record the road noise and listen to it at home beside his bed. Well, now, of course, you can find just that on YouTube. You know, ocean waves, crickets chirping, 10 hours of ambient noise to help you sleep. Just search for White Noise Road Trip, and there it is. The road is always there. It never changes. That paved stretch between points A and B, it's a comfort when virtually everything else in life changes so rapidly, so completely. Our kids grow up, people leave us, jobs come and go, favorite restaurants and bars close down. All of this takes a little piece of us with it. To me, the road becomes that lovable uncle whose familiar voice brings me back to childhood, those long summer drives to my grandparents' farm. 
and I would watch entire towns spin by me from my perch in the back seat. Towns I'd never visit, but only pass. Full neighborhoods of people just like me, who have their own lives, their own rituals, their own problems. Road trips expanded my worldview, telling me without irony just how small I was, a tiny cog in this vast machinery of life. Most travelers see things in two layers. By visiting new places and meeting new people, we see how much the world can differ from our own backyards. And yet, simultaneously, we see just how similar everything is. Travel allows us to see the sameness in everything, even in things we once thought were strange and disparate. And nothing is more frustrating than a closed road to one who is accustomed to mobility. Fallen trees, flooded rivers, traffic jams, all of them can strike panic in the heart of a traveler. Detours are unwelcome, even cursed by us who feel we have to get where we're going. But think of the detour signs you've run into in your own life. Think of the outcome, where it led you. You are very likely where you are today because of a detour sign in your past. The people you are with, the work you have, the jobs you have, they are very likely all there because you made an unexpected, unplanned turn. Some of it might be less than favorable, of course. Certainly the loss of loved ones makes it hard to move on and accept that particular detour. I get it. But so much of the joy in our lives is a direct result of our unmanaged meanderings, the bends in the road that happened on the way to a perceived destination. This episode is about road trips, or I should say what kind of happens on the way from point A to point B, at least with us and my musician friends. Usually with my friends anyway, it's hilarious, often deep, never an ounce of small talk, just the way I like it. On a recent road trip from Nashville to Ohio to play the annual Airstream Rally, Alumapalooza, Chris Spoons Long, Miles Thompson, and I talked about life, music, and the intestinal fortitude it sometimes takes to go on the road. Now, I recorded our conversation on my cell phone, so the audio is not Abbey Road Studio quality, but here's the bonus. You do get to hear that favorite uncle's voice that lull of spinning tires against asphalt as we barrel down the road toward our intended destination. On this trip, I can thankfully say no detours of any consequence were encountered. Okay, so Miles has... he Miles came up with a worst gig ever story, and then you have some worst uh, load-ins ever stories. Being a drummer, Spoons, you're like, you've had probably a, you've got a, some doozy load-in stories. The, the older I get, the less drums I, <laughs> I carry. <laughs> when you started, you were like Neil Peart, you know, kind of sp- sprawling yeah. uh, I wanna, setup. I want to bring this gong. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? Let's bring this gong to this gig. This yeah. would be great. <laughs> oh, it's upstairs? Oh, it's a narrow <laughs> stairwell? Oh, well... <laughs> Now we can make it work. <laughs> Anybody going to help me? No? 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 Okay. All right. All right. Maybe I won't bring the gong next time. 
for that one moment, you know, when yeah. you've got that one song that needs a gong, you know, and yeah. you just you pack it up there and it's 400 pounds. Man, every song needs a gong. I put gong in 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 every song I play. Let's do it. I would, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. The next album, be okay. Gong, find the gong, and it'll be one chime of a gong in every song. You gotta find out where it is. You can call it gongaria. <laughs> <laughs> so, Miles, worst gig ever. You, you said you you actually, after some thought, you're yeah. able to come up with one. So probably the worst gig ever, and, and it didn't have to do with um, anyone I was playing with or or the venue or anything. It was so I sub for Crystal Gale's fiddle player whenever he can't make it. And so there's a gig with Crystal that we did up in. Uh, Name dropper, just saying. <laughs> so we did this gig in, uh, I can't remember, it was Grand, Grand something Minnesota. It was at this uh, casino. And, you know, they'll stop at these, you know, fast food restaurants, you know, kind of like pilot stations. Uh-oh, I see, and, I see uh, what's coming here. Yeah, yeah. So we're... So we stop at the, you know, we're, so we're taking the bus up there. So we stop at this pilot station in uh, Lake Wisconsin, and I've been trying to eat healthier. Yeah, this is a I dietary can... gastrointestinal story, yeah. man. We've all got those. <laughs> <laughs> so all that's there is a McDonald's, but it's a pretty nice pilot station. Yeah. And um, as pilot stations go. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so they had this really nice display of sandwiches. And it was really clean. The sandwiches looked really fresh. The uh, lettuce on them looked really crisp. Oh, the deception. It looked really nice. Yeah. And I thought, well, you know, if I get a sandwich, it'll probably be better than eating at McDonald's. Right. That's right. what I'm thinking. I, yeah, I would, I'm, I'm right with you. Yeah. I probably would have done the same thing. So I got a sandwich... Uh, you know, got back on the bus, ate it. And so we got there that night, and uh, my stomach started feeling weird later. How many hours later? Uh, probably probably about four or five hours later. Wow, okay, it took a while. Yeah, right. about four or five hours later, my, my stomach started hurting. And it wasn't not, I wasn't nauseous. You know, it was just my stomach was like just crampy. Like, yeah, it was yeah. just, it just it was this, like, you know, kind of light cramp. And I didn't think much of it. I, I figured out ah, it'll probably go away in the morning. Yeah. You know. And so, anyways, I woke up the next morning, and uh, we had to play that night, and it had gotten a lot worse. Wow. And um, at that point, I knew that there was something wrong, and I knew that, you know, it wasn't a normal stomach ache. Yeah. And um, so I was just kind of hoping. I'm like, okay, look, we got like a you know, nine hours till the gig, and uh, I, I just need to, I just need to make it through the gig tonight, and, uh, need a good body flush, yeah, and, uh, you know, so, some so sort anyways, of regimen, you know, it just, it just kept getting, you know, steadily worse, uh, and by the time the gig came, I was kind of, I could still play, but I had to take, like, an ibuprofen and, uh, some Imodium, yeah. And I was able, I was able to make it through the gig. Um, and then after the gig, we got on the bus, and I just, you know, I had to lay down. 
Um, you didn't do number two on the bus, did you? No, we're not allowed that's, to. That's right. Yeah, that's no, that's no, good. No, good no for you. No solid waste, but of course at that point, I probably could have. Not much solid know, to yeah, it. Yeah, there's not much solid waste <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> oh, God. You know, because I just had to pee. <laughs> Oh, that Thompson, that dry Thompson humor, man, I just, I just love these guys. So, anyways, you know, we're on the bus and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you know, we got like a 17-hour bus ride back. Oh. And I'm thinking, well, I'm just going to fall asleep, you know, take, take a couple ibuprofen, just try and fall asleep. And yeah. Hopefully, I'll be able to just sleep through the bus ride back. Yeah. So, as I, I wake up about five or six hours later and we're pulling into this uh, pilot <laughs> yeah, I think the same one and it's snowing outside oh, yeah. and it's really coming down and I'm thinking oh, okay they're just stopping for gas so anyways I, I, I fall back to sleep I wake up about three or four hours later and we're still parked there oh no and so we were parked at this at this gas station for probably five Hours waiting for the roads to clear yeah. or something. Oh, okay. And so it wasn't a 17-hour bus ride back. It was about a 25-hour bus oh, ride back. Right. With you in agony. Yeah. It'd been and fine that, if you had some video games and was able to enjoy it, you know. But yeah. Well, yeah, it, I just wasn't even if. Yeah, you're doubled I up. I just in wasn't. Pain. Oh yeah, I was just. It's just like this constant excruciating cramp the whole time. Yeah. Anyways, I, I had. I'm assuming that I, I had, like, salmonella poisoning or something like that. Well, and I was going to say, I mean, it, it took a while. To, it, usually, if I get food poisoning, it's within an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. I mean, it could have just been a bug or something. It may not have been the sandwich Well, I at was all. sick for five days after I got home. Oh, wow. Yeah. I couldn't eat. I couldn't... It, I'm, yeah. I was... I mean, it was, like, it was the worst pain, you know, stomach pain that I'd ever had. And yeah. it was... Uh, but... Like I said, there's no nausea or anything. It was just cramping. Yeah. And um, I was sick for like it was five. It's like five days, and um, I just waited it out, and and eventually, you know, I got better. But I, I woke up every night. I had to, uh, I had to start sleeping on towels because I, I sweat. Wow. I just soaked the bed. Well, just sweating. I, I sleep on towels every night for a totally different reason. But <laughs> if the here and now happen to give you the blues, get your walking cane down and lace up your. Get down the road before your heart even knows it's depressed. When you're going through hell, it's best you don't stop to rest. You can dilly, you can dally when the skies are clear, but you'd have to be crazy to loiter around here. Hard to relax when the devil keeps beating his chest. When you're going through 
don't stop to rest. You don't stop to rest. See the city limits through the hot barbed wire. The outer belt's glowing like a ring of fire. You can smell the sulfur and the smoke 80 miles to the west. You don't stop to rest. Stop to rest Not all your friends will make it They'll be dropping like flies Turning to dust right before your eyes some will surprise you, and some will be like you might have guessed. But when you're going through hell, it's best you don't stop to rest. You don't stop to rest. Keep your head down and walk to the light. One step at a time, it's gonna be alright. On the other side of town It's all part of the quest Just don't stop to rest Don't stop to rest Don't stop to rest Don't stop to rest There'll be time for rest And just get through hell There'll be time for and just get through hell There'll be time for rest And just get through hell There'll be time for rest And just get through hell Man, I love that story That uh, Richie tells about Waylon <clears throat> About how Waylon would always drive the bus <clears throat> And make Richie really nervous So he'd sit up front Yeah <laughs> There was one time they're driving through Texas He said it was just really flat Just long roads, you know driving through Texas Richie's asleep and all of a sudden he feels somebody walk by him <laughs> it's Waylon and it occurs to him that he's at the front of the bus the only person that could walk by him was Waylon and he had taken his belt off and tied it to the steering wheel <laughs> to go to the bathroom to go pee <laughs> oh to the back of the God. bus <laughs> so Richie hops up and takes yeah, control of the wheel while Waylon what the hell man yeah. Could have killed your whole band. <laughs> well, there's really? stories of people who yeah. have the cruise control. Uh, they thought that the cruise control, when it first came out, they thought that it controlled the steering too. So there, they'd there get is up. There's a difference between <laughs> cruise control and autopilot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but people didn't realize that. And there were all these all these accidents happening, and the, then they had to put the disclaimers on. That's why we have so many sticker disclaimer stickers yeah. everywhere because all the idiots in our uh, society that you know assume totally wrong things but so now there's stickers on you know cars that say this does not control the steering it only controls you know the stabilizes your speed it does man yeah, they must have been driving through Kansas those straight roads through Kansas man you could probably Strap you on can a belt. And, do it, man. Yeah, you know, if, you know, just flat and straight. I don't know. Let's try it. 
Let's try it right. Is well, is Kentucky, uh, Kentucky's pretty curvy, man. It's up and down. And All right. Maybe not here. Maybe Ohio. I'll take Once my belt off here. Just give it a shot. man once told me, said life's a menu, it's black and white, and most times we get just what we order, and the waiter always gets it right, and we can gripe about the menu, but most just scope it down and go. Same old happy meal as yesterday Just wolf it down and hit the road And it won't dawn on them till later If it dawns on them at all Missing out on all the flavor It's just something else to work their jaw Round and round we go, on and on we flow. Love is all we know that's worth the price. Another day goes by, don't grab it on the fly. And go but down with a side of fries like a drive-through life. Don't live a drive-through life. You don't have to tell me twice. I just did a drive-through life. We're the actors in our movie We're the ones who write the script Sometimes it's Sabbath and Costello Sometimes it's Tales from the Crypt We're the gang who rides together Toward the breaking of the dawn You're the hitch that keeps us going We're the flamingo on your lawn And tomorrow I'll be sleeping In yet another hotel bed Your smile will be there with me Running like a slideshow in my head Round and round we go, on and on we flow. Love is all we know that's worth the price. Another day goes by, don't grab it on the fly. And go but down with a side of fries like a drive-through life. Don't live a drive-through life. You don't have to tell me twice. I just did a drive-through life. Next time we get together, well, time may have moved some things around. We'll pick up where we left off, 
Show and tell the cool things that we found Sometimes I swear it's like I'm dreaming How much can change in one short day Like friends waving from their driveway Getting smaller as we pull away Whatever trailer I'll be pulling With whoever wants to make the drive We don't know what's around the corner We only know that we're alive Round and round we go On and on we flow Love is all we know that's worth the Another day goes by, don't grab it on the flies And gulp it down with a side of fries like a drive-through life Don't live a drive-through life Don't have to tell me twice, just a drive-through life So every band in the 70s had pickup songs You know the, the, you know the songs I'm talking about? Herpes songs, <laughs> probably. I don't know. They got herpes from the pickup songs. But no, this is like they had the the song where you just knew they were singing and pointing to girls in the audience in the front row, and then the roadies would go and give them backstage passes. It's like um, Hot Blooded. That was what Foreigner was that Foreigner? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was Foreigner. Foreigner. Yeah. So Hot Blooded, check it and see, you know, and uh, you know, do you do more than dance? You know, just he's pointing at her, you know, like. And then uh, Leonard Skinner had, um, what's your name, little girl, tell me what's your name. And then he's looking at her, and, you know, and... Uh, man, you just can't, you couldn't flight. do those songs now, man. I know. And it's, I, it's, yeah. They were tacky then. Yeah. I mean, it's just so, I always hated those songs. And, they were so obviously, you know, <laughs> chest thumping and, you know, that yeah. kind of douchey kind of thing. I just never liked those. It's funny, but I loved those songs. Oh, yeah? Yeah, man. <laughs> what mean, are some others? Every band had one. Well, but now they all sound so creepy. I mean, um, I was listening You mean in to, retrospect uh, or the new ones that are coming out no, sound in retros- creepy? in retrospect. Yeah, you yeah know, they the do. Old, they, were, they were real, you know, like even Neil Diamond. <laughs> yeah. Uh, You'll be a woman soon. Oh, that is a creepy song. How, you know... <laughs> Singing I mean, to some underage groupie. Yeah, pointing point to some girl. Yeah. You'll be a woman soon. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> oh, Lord, yeah. Well, wow. that, that stuff was creepy to me back then. And, and, uh, yeah. But I just looked at all my friends that, like dancing and headbanging to these songs, you know, and not really understanding, I don't think, what they were actually getting at, you know, it's just a rock tune, you know, and everybody's, you know, what's your name, little girl, baby, what's your name, everybody's singing it in unison, I'm like, you, you guys know that he's trying to pick up a girl with a song, right, you know, nobody cared, <laughs> I was the nerd, you know.
need a good female name. Easy to sing along to. I'll drive it into your brain. A ballad we can all hold on to. But all the good names are used, taken by the fans before us. Surely use them too, but everybody just ignore us. Nobody understands. Nobody understands. But Larry Ann, Larry Thanks to Miles Thompson and Spoons for just being good hangs. That was a long road trip and uh, six hours one way in the car. And uh, they couldn't have been more pleasant and uh, better hangs than what they were. Always good guys. And uh, let's see, some of the music you heard on this podcast, uh, the bed music that you heard under my opening monologue was 
uh, called Time Machine, a song that I wrote, recorded with spoons on drums. The guitar lick you're hearing throughout that uh, little section is Joe Brash, my friend from Spokane, Washington. And he's out here in Nashville all the time, and I'll, when he's here, I have him play on my stuff. He's, he's good. Also, uh, Don't Stop to Rest, which is on the Gravel Roads album. Uh, Larry Ann and Drive Through Life are both on Living the Dream. And um, it's fun, fun to hear those again. Hadn't heard those in a while. Um, all right, some stuff to plug. Yeah, just go to unhitch.com, check out the tour dates. We got field trips coming up. Next one's in September. And um, we have people from all over the world coming on this one. We have some Australians coming. Some Canadians will be there, uh, Californians, and and some local folks right around here in Middle Tennessee. We're going to have a great time. I'm putting a talent list together for uh, the three house concerts that we host during the field trip. Uh, Tim and Miles Thompson have already agreed to be a featured guest on one of those nights. And I'm talking to some other sweet people going to entertain us. I'll keep you posted. Well, cousins, take care of yourselves and use your powers for good. I'm Ansi McLean, and I'll see you next time on Resisting Enlightenment. There, there are songs you don't you don't realize until you think about it. Like, oh, yeah. that, that is Michael McDonald. But in the 70s and early 80s, man, he was all over the place yeah, like, as a uh, background singer. It was like Ambrosia. Ambrosia had a lot of heavy harmony tunes. And yeah, man, he sang on there. He sang on To Live and Die in L.A. He sang on that album with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love that album. Of course, you know, Peg by yeah, uh, Steely yeah, Dan, you know. Yeah. A lot of Toto stuff. To you. Early Toto stuff. He's on that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Of course, Doobie Brothers. When he sing it back up with them before he became like a full-fledged band member. Could be. I think they just liked what he did and you know brought him in full time. Yeah. Until that day, he ate a sandwich at the Pilot, <laughs> and that was it. He left the band. Got a rough case of the green apple splatters, and he was gone. <laughs> There's a great band name, Green Apple Splatters. The Green Apple Splatters. Smash hit, Gungaria. Gungaria by the Green Apple Splatters. <laughs> this is beautiful country, man. I love yeah. driving through here.